Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fire You Can't Put Out. My name is Melvin, and I want to thank you so much for being here on episode number 336. Let's start today with a statement from Mayor Tim Boyd of Colorado City, Texas. Obviously, Texas has been in the news this week. The devastating stories, the heartbreaking stories, the the you know the anti-humanitarian. I mean, just the terrible, terrible things that have happened down in Texas has, for most of us, has made us feel for the folks that live down there. Um, but for Colorado Mayor, uh, excuse me, Colorado City, Texas Mayor Tim Boyd, well, <laughs> he just ain't having any of it. And I'm starting with Tim Boyd's statement today because it tells you where the modern Republican Party is at right now and has been, especially since Ronald Reagan became president. Quoting here directly from Tim Boyd's statement, there's, (laughs) I got to tell you, I'm going to give you the real statement. But if you read on CBS News or the New York Times, they've cleaned his statement up quite a bit and almost made it sound diplomatic. Make no mistake, Tim Boyd is a pile of human waste. And I want to give you his actual statement. Quoting here, Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. And there's several exclamation points that follow that. No one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or any other services, owes you nothing. There's lots of exclamation points in here. Um, If you don't have electricity, you need to step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without. And you think outside the box. There's a lot of slogans here. (laughs) You think outside the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you're sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because your laziness is the direct result of your raising, only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. Direct quote. Yeah. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is sadly a product of a socialist government where they feed people to believe that the few will work and that the others will become dependent for handouts. Am I sorry that you have been dealing without electricity and water? Yes. But I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it for themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and meshed them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your family. Bottom line, don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. End quote. From a man of God, Tim Boyd, the mayor of Colorado City, Texas. He got, and he should have got, some blowback for this statement. And I'm not even going to bother reading you his response when he got criticism. 
he put out an apology, but the apology was, and I'm paraphrasing here, I'm sorry if you got offended. You've heard it before. So Tim Boyd has had to resign. This was not the kind of thing to say uh, when people are dying in Texas right now because they don't have food, running water, electricity. This is not the thing to say. He resigned, but he resigned because he said what the overwhelming majority of the United States Republican Party thinks about you. When these folks run for government, they don't run to make things better. Yeah, they use the lies. They say, hey, vote for me and I'll do this and vote for me and I'll do that. Vote for me and I'll do this and vote for me and I'll do that. And then once they get in there, they go, what are you crying about? Shut up. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Insert slogan here. Insert slogan here. Insert slogan here. America, Jesus. And what really happens is nothing. They do absolutely nothing for you. Texas is a libertarian paradise like no other during this time. So the question has been asked, how did Texas end up in this spot? Why are so many people freezing to death? Literally, freezing to death. So, a couple of things. Yes, people are in their house, under blankets, setting their furniture and their clothing and their books on fire, whatever it takes to keep warm. They're doing so inside their own homes. They are using generators too close to their houses, which is filling their houses with carbon monoxide. Uh, they are using charcoal briquettes like you use to cook food outside. Um, but what they don't realize is even if you do that stuff in your garage, you're releasing carbon monoxide. It's like a running car in your garage. And then you're breathing in carbon monoxide and then you're being poisoned. With all of the pipes freezing because nobody's house is warm, um, a lot of them don't have toilets. Those that do have toilets may or may not have burst pipes. And they're having to use the bathroom in the yard. They're in their house. They're huddled together. They're under a dozen blankets. They can't get warm. And when they get one, they can't keep warm. They're going without. They're sick. They can't get to the grocery store. You know, they can't get to the hospital for help. 90% of Texas went almost the entirety of this last week and some people a little longer, without power. And why? Why did this only happen to Texas? Oh my goodness, let me tell you something. So, there are, th most people don't know this, and you wouldn't have known this, um, probably if not for this year, uh, but there are three basic power grids in the United States of America. There's the Western grid, there's the Eastern grid, and there's Texas. That, that's real. Why is Texas the only one with its own power grid? So failures in the power grid are not that unheard of. Um, if you live in a house with power, no matter what age you are, you've lost power at some point. 
and that and then that power comes back on. Sometimes it comes back on because um, a power line got knocked down and they put it back up. You know, maybe a, a telephone line fell and they they put it back up. Uh, but sometimes when the power plant itself has a failure, they'll buy power from other surrounding states that are in that grid. And that's another way that they get the power back on. So why didn't they do that stuff in Texas? Texas is very different. Texas, uh, which by the way, has been trying to secede for a long ass time. Uh, And the last time they tried to secede, and I'm pretty sure they're trying to secede now, was when we got a black Democratic president. That's why they wanted to secede. You know what? F them. Go ahead and secede, Texas. Nobody cares. No one likes you. No one's going to miss you. Go ahead. Go. There's the door. Don't let, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. So Texas has their own power grid because they don't like regulations. See, if you are a part of a power grid, one like either the East Coast or the West Coast, um, you are regulated by the federal government. And regulation means that you have to winterize your pipes, winterize your power sources. That way, when things get too damn cold, you don't lose power, people don't freeze to death, set their furniture on fire, and use the bathroom outside. It's pretty simple stuff. But Texas said, no, 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 we're going to have our own grid, our own unregulated, unwinterized, untouched by the federal government. See, if they were connected to either the East Coast or the West Coast grid, they're right in the center of the country. They could probably connect to both. Had they been connected to either one of those grids, they could have just brought power across state lines and people would have been better. 90% of Texas is under that grid. And that grid overwhelmingly depends on dirty ass sources of power. One of them is coal, and coal is a dying industry. The other one is uh, gas, excuse me, natural gas. Sorry, just brain fart for a minute. Natural gas. And the thing that I learned this week is that natural gas has some moisture in it. And I suppose that makes sense. But what happens to moisture when it gets cold out? Yeah, it freezes. But there is a way to stop it from freezing by winterizing the pipes so that that stuff can continue to flow. They decided that they didn't want to do that. And so now you have what you have down in Texas. And so what immediately happens, politics. And where politics is, the truth will die. And it did, for sure. Greg Abbott immediately goes on Fox News and goes, oh, this is because of the Green New Deal. By the way, the Green New Deal is not a thing right now. Um, it is it is not a bill in Congress. It has not passed. It likely will not pass because even a whole bunch of Democrats are taking money from these dirty ass fossil fuel industries. So it's not a factor. But there are windmills in Texas. And yes, some of those windmills had to be taken offline. But that's not how they get their power. They get the overwhelming majority of their power from these dirty ass sources, from these fossil fuels. But they had to go on TV and say, nope. It's because of all the green energy. We've lost all of our power because of the green energy. Hold up. Washington State here. Hi, how you doing? We have green energy. We have water power. We have wind power. And soon, we're going to have wave power. That's where they build the little little metal things out in the ocean. And the, the waves move those plates. And the movement of those plates 
creates energy. We get most of our power here in Washington State from water, from moving water, the water that goes over the dams. And we're doing fine. And it got cold as it got cold as crap this last week here. And a lot of it froze over. And uh, in my area, we lost power for maybe a minute. In in Oregon, uh, Portland, just across the river there, they lost it for a few days, a week or a better or better at a time. But um, they weren't in the deep, deep freeze during that time. And of course, they had a plan and people had places that they were able to go if it got too cold. Warming shelters, the new people around them. If you're in the middle of Texas and one of these areas served by that stupid ass grid, well, then you you probably got to drive a thousand miles to get somewhere. So then the fact checking sites look into this claim and they go, no, it's not because of the Green New Deal. It's not because of renewable energy. It's because of this stupid grid that you have. And the reason that you have this stupid grid is because you don't like regulations because you're Texas. You're the country of Texas. And that's true. And Greg Abbott says, you know what? I'm pretty sure people want it this way because um, they don't want to be regulated by the big filthy hand of dirty government or whatever dumb thing that they say. And then <laughs> former Texas mayor uh, and one time uh, presidential candidate Rick Perry also came out and said, you know what? Yeah, the good people of Texas would rather freeze to death and die and crap in their yard. And I'm not going to say it all again. You know where this is going. Rather than have the dirty hand of the federal government regulating their power. I don't know. It's been pretty great uh, eating warm food and using the bathroom in the house even during the winter. I don't want to brag, Texas, but um, you should get you some of that. It's pretty nice. So, in Texas, a lot of them have the power back on now. And that's good. All right? That heat, you know, for those of you whose pipes did not burst, the water will begin flowing again. But um, there are nightmares that are coming. Some of those nightmares are coming from our uh, free market capitalist system, and the other ones are coming from uh, more of that deregulation that y'all like so much. So let's talk about the deregulation part of it. Um, as a part of the country that does not like regulation, <laughs> the other thing that has happened is... Um, so in, in your state, your city, your municipality, whatever, uh, electricity is a natural monopoly. You don't get to pick power companies. You got one. Uh, same thing with your water. Um, it's a natural monopoly. Um, one. There's just one. Uh, but because there's one, that natural monopoly has to be controlled. So there are there are federal laws. There are state laws. There's probably laws in your county uh, that cap how much they can charge you for, for this very vital resource of electricity and water. So yes, our power bills go up and down all the time, uh, you know, based on supply and demand and all the rest, but it's only by a little bit. Yeah, maybe my power bill was 250 last year, maybe it's 300 this year. Um, that that feels different for sure, but it's nothing like what's happening in Texas. Folks that are used to seeing a 200 or 300 or maybe even 400 dollar power bill are now getting power bills, mind you, 
for one week worth of power. Okay, so for those who didn't lose power, for one week of power, for one week of power. Y'all don't like that regulation though, right? As your your mayor and your ex-mayor said, this is the way that you prefer it. Because this is way better than having electricity and eating warm food. And you see where I'm going with this. Their power is based on something called uh, called dynamic pricing. And the simplest way to put that is the more the demand, the higher the price. I remember when Disney implemented dynamic pricing a number of years ago. So I went to Disney in the late 90s and is no matter who you were, man, woman or child, it's like 40 bucks, 50 bucks, 40 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever. That's what it cost to get in. It didn't go way up. It didn't go way down. That's what it was to get in. Then they raised the prices next year. It's now 50 bucks or 60 bucks to get in. And so on, on, and on. It's over a hundred and then it went over over a hundred bucks. And then they said, Hey, we're going to move to this dynamic pricing model. What does that mean? Well, it's going to be based on how many people want to come in. If you want to come on a day where there's not a lot of people that come, well, then you get in for 90 bucks. But if you want to come on a day where a lot of people want to come in, well, now it's 130 bucks. So that's dynamic pricing is terrible and it, and it should never be. And it certainly shouldn't be on your power, but from 90 to 130 bucks, that's, that's a lot, <laughs> but from 200 to 4,000 or 8,000 or 10,000. And how are those bills going to be handled? The other aspect, um, Texas, you're about to get real familiar with your insurance company and you're going to have a lot of headaches and you're not going to have any clean water to drink because your because your your uh, uh, water lines are have not come back online yet your water treatment plants have not come back online yet so you're not even going to have water with which you would use to take some ibuprofen to maybe even uh, alleviate that headache a little bit because insurance companies are going to one thing and one thing only Collecting premiums, paying claims, that's not their thing. Oh, that happened? That's not covered. Oh, that happened? Did it happen on a Tuesday and on a Wednesday? Oh my goodness, I hate to tell you this, but you're not covered. Oh, burst pipes. Uh, We don't cover those. Flooding. We don't cover those. Oh, I'm sorry. Your house burned to the ground. We don't cover that. Sorry. And that's a free market system. And that's deregulation. And if that's your thing, if you love that so much, you can have it and have it all you want. Move to Texas. Take a dump outside. Knock yourself out. But for those of us, the rational among us, the human among us, those of us that do not like to see people freeze to death and die and try to keep warm by catching all their furniture on fire, which, by the way, made the air in Texas really, really bad because people are burning a lot of things that you are not supposed to be burning, which just made things a little bit worse. If you don't want to live like that, if you do not want to see the Texas model for the entire country, then stop voting for these guys. Stop voting for conservative politicians 
that tell you that we are not in this together. We are not here to take care of each other. You are not your brother's keeper because that is not who we are. When one of us falls down, another one of us lifts us up. When this person is without, this person gives up a little bit, little bit more. When this person hurts, this person helps. I am my brother's keeper. We do take care of one another. And this idea that we are not connected and that we are not in this together is poison. It's toxic. And we in the United States of America, we have leaned on these toxic ideas for way, way, way too long. All right. I just want to cover a, a handful of things um, and then I want to bounce. Okay. So let's start with the Asian hate crimes department that was just added to the New York uh, Police Department. Oh my goodness. If you caught episode number 335, there is a name that I'm not trying to say on this show anymore. But um, individual one said a lot of terrible things about Asians and a lot of conservatives heard those things said about Asians, uh, like calling the, uh, the COVID-19 the Asian flu or, or the Asia virus or the China virus or the Kung flu. Uh, those kinds of things have led to a gigantic spike in people um, harming and killing Asians. And there is now an entire segment of the United, or excuse me, of the uh, New York Police Department, and that's all that entire section of the building covers is Asian hate crimes. And it's not just New York. Other large cities are having to bring in this kind of thing into their police departments where that's all people work on day in and day out is Asian hate crimes. And that's, that's why language matters. The language that comes from leaders matters. I remember when those same police departments after 9-11 had to hope had to open an anti-Muslim hate crimes department. Now those have largely gone away because those kinds of hate crimes, um, not so much anymore, although they still exist to a large degree. A lot of the, those sections of those departments have had to go away, but it, it, it matters. The things we say matters. And if you are a racist or you use racist language or you vote for politicians that defend uh, racist language or use racist language, these are the kind of things that happen. And everybody, I know I do, I've got Asians in my life that I love and I don't want to see them hurt. And even if I did not have Asians in my life that I love, I would still not want to see them hurt. But no one's ever accused me of being a conservative. Another thing, watch out for this, the deep fake porn scam. This is real. So I've seen these videos going around Facebook uh, where they'll take us, you know, some segments from a movie and they'll piece them all together. Um, but they'll allow you, and it's kind of fun. I've not done it. I've seen other people do it. They'll allow you to take a picture with your, you know, with your phone, uh, with your laptop, and then they will put your photo into those little movie clips, like it'd be like a 10, 15 second video, you know, where you are Thor and, you know, you are Cruella or whoever, you know, and, and I go, oh, this is kind of fun because that, that technology is real now. And I remember the concern 
with deep fake technology was that somebody, you know, could make a, a world leader say something that maybe they didn't say. And maybe it starts a gigantic war. And I suppose that was my concern too. But that, that's not the way that deep fake has played out. For the most part, it's been people doing a lot of fun stuff with the deep fake. And I go, okay, so this is just another dumb thing that we have that we're doing dumb things with. But uh, wherever there is new technology, there is always more opportunity for the scammers. So here is the way this scam plays out. So somebody uh, takes your face, which by the way is everywhere if you're on social media. And of course, if you're on social media, a lot of these folks can see your friend list. And if they can't see your friend list, they can hack in and see your friend lists. Um, and then they email to you. And generally, if they email to you, they can usually get inside your email and see your email list too. And so they take your face and they deep fake a video, uh, an adult video, <laughs> and they make your face one of the porn actors in the movie. And then they send that to you and it's in a link because obviously videos are gigantic. You can't fit them. It is, they have to be attachments and you have to click on them and then go outside of the, but even still they say, Hey, we need you to give us 5,000, 10,000, $20,000 in Bitcoin. Why? Because Bitcoin is untraceable. It's another one of those libertarian paradise things. And they say, and if you don't give us 5,000, $10,000, $20,000, we are going to send this video to all of your loved ones. Now, you may laugh. <laughs> hey, what if the actor or actress, actor, looks better than me? You know, maybe he's performing as good or better than me. You know, what if, uh, what if they're in doubt? Like, that's amazing. <laughs> And maybe, maybe I want you to send it to my friends and family because maybe it makes me look kind of better than I really am. But um, for most of us, I think for most of us, we'd be horrified to think that that kind of thing would happen. Now, I don't know if any of these ransoms have not been paid out and they've sent that link to all the friends in your Facebook feed or, or, or posted it to your Instagram and tagged you or, or sent it to everybody on your email list. But I can promise you, because I've heard of worse f scams that were far less complicated that have yielded billions, billions with a B. So just let me say, if you get one of these scam emails and it's a prince trying to give you $80 million because you're the last living, you are the last living heir of somebody from Africa, even though you're white, or they send you an email with a link in it that you click to see yourself doing the nasty, <laughs> just throw them away. It's very unlikely that they're going to check up on you. I, I can't say how it's going to play out, but I think this scam, they're not really watching who takes the bait and who does it. They're just going to watch the money roll in from the people that are scared S-less. And don't, 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 don't. Never, never, not ever do not click on a link in an email unless you are 100% sure that it is from a trusted source. Otherwise, you go directly to the source. Don't click on any links. Definitely don't click on this link because they might not even done a deep fake video of you. 
they might just need you to click on that link so that they can just straight take over your computer. Don't, 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 don't. And lastly, and I know it seems as if Melvin just sort of dropped the news into a blender and he's jumping from place to place. Well, kids, I only got a half an hour a week with you. And I just want to make sure that I get these important stories out to you. So the Jewish community um, is afraid of what's going to come next after the GOP has fully embraced uh, Marjorie Trader, excuse me, Marjorie Taylor Green, because not punishing her for what she did and allowing her to serve and not expelling her from the house and the fact that I feel really, 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 really confident that Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to skate to re-election because she is such a racist, because she is such an anti-Semite. The Jewish community is really, really nervous about what's going to happen to them with people like her out there um, spreading lies about the Jewish community. So from the anti-Muslim hate crimes department in police departments to the Asian hate crimes department in local police departments to the Jewish hate crimes department in local police departments. Nothing is new. Nothing under the sun is new. It's all been said. It's all been done. We've seen this movie. We've been here before. Why, oh why, do we continue doing this to ourselves? If you know somebody Asian, if you know somebody Jewish, if you know somebody Muslim, please reach out to them. Let them know they have an ally. Let them know you care. Let them know that you're there. And I wouldn't say to put yourself directly in harm's way. That's entirely up to you but for me I'm going to defend the people I know with everything that I have because I'd love to say that I can't believe that this is America right now but in all reality I know for a fact that this is America right now also Rush Limbaugh is dead ladies and gentlemen thank you for being here on the fire you can't put out our Facebook page is facebook.com slash TFYCPO. Uh, questions, comments, hate mailers are just a general statement or inquiry. You can email us at TFYCPO at gmail.com. Uh, we work hard to not only inform and entertain, but also to keep an open dialogue with you, our listeners. So thank you for listening. We are the fire you can't put out, and we will prevail, rejecting austerity in favor of prosperity. Special thanks to Kevin for producing, and thank you for listening. This is Melvin signing off. And now that I have woke you up, good morning.